Good morning and welcome to episode 666 of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Taylor. Chicha Chacha. What's up? That's me, man. Guys, how's your Thunder Week been? Um, you know, not great. The, the, What's the, funny is the most recent one is that Lakers win, you know, 119-103, the 2020-20 game. That's got to make you feel good. But the Mavericks, the Mavericks loss is still in there, too. So it's, uh, you know, been something. Russell Westbrook, 2020-20 game, you have the Mavericks loss that kind of, Luckily, the Lakers game kind of, I don't know, made me feel a little more like I could forget about the Mavericks loss. But you really hope that that Lakers game, that 2020-20 and all of the kind of emotional stuff behind it can help motivate this Thunder team to finish well. But what do you think about the 2020-20 game? Here's what it reminded me of. And I'm and I forget and I'd kind of forgot is that the people on our team, the Thunder, are people. And that it's not just like a lot of times think like, oh, they are this like, not a person, they're a basketball player. And <laughs> right. They, and they are going, and if they do not hit their like, you know, averages of what they're supposed to do, if they don't play to the level that I'm accustomed to, like, then it's just because they're bad or there's no, there's no like more than that when I watch it. But like Russ, especially Russ, is a guy that feeds so much off of, emotion and purpose and things like that and he you know has different things that are going to motivate him and uh just getting like a thing that like i didn't even associate the the fact that like nipsey hustle had died to he even knew russell westbrook right and that that would affect yeah. his ability or his motivation to play better or do something for that at all and so like once i realized it after the game, looking at Twitter and like what he had said after, it's just like I was just like, wow, like that's pretty cool. And like Russ is a guy that plays with such emotion and can channel that in such interesting ways. And like that's what makes him so cool. And especially in this these past like two or three weeks, I'd completely forgotten that. Yeah, and I think that's such a uh, underrated aspect of of sports, really in general, but specifically the NBA where. There is such a personal element to the sport. And and I think you can see it, if I can kind of take this and expand it with Russ this year, like one of the things you have seen this year is the fact that um, where the Thunder are down is another aspect of that human element where their arrogance or pride or whatever you want to call it has taken it to where they don't take teams seriously. They don't go out there and play against the Mavericks team, who they're literally playing a G League roster yeah, minus Courtney Lee. And, I mean, Trey Burke has gotten enough minutes in different places. But they literally have basically a, a G League roster, and the Thunder just don't take them seriously. And they these guys are good. I think McKellie talked about it a lot. As, as you've watched, like even players that can't even scratch the surface or, or get close to 
the NBA level are still really, really good basketball players. And if given the chance, can also, um, you know, score. Like if they get momentum going, they get confidence going, like all those things. And so you've seen the human element play out in different ways. But it is, it was a, uh, a, a reminder. I'm not saying it's a good reminder because obviously I don't want to really frame the Nipsey uh, him him being murdered into something that would be you know something good for us obviously but it is something that helps us realize just kind of an element of Russell Westbrook that uh, I don't think everybody gets to see always and the other thing is that when Russ you know it tells it shows you how good he can be there's it what he did has been done once before which is yeah 1968 by Wilt Chamberlain Wilt Chamberlain, which is nuts. wild. Yeah, which his sixties were crazy, man. Well, and his stats don't even count, right? Yeah, like he, you know, he scored like, hundred points in a game. Like, yeah, that, right, that's never going to happen again. Uh, but you know, at one point, maybe people said that about you know a twenty 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 game or averaging a triple double for three years. And so it's just, it was just, it was a good reminder of what we can do, and hopefully, you know, that game is something that I guess we'll see tonight. Sure. If this is the thing, if this is like the thing that can snap the Thunder back in and say, "Hey, we have to do this," or Russ thinking, uh, I would love it if Russ thought like, "It's only been done once before." It's like I'm, I'm going to do, do it, it again. again. I would love that. I do think tonight is a game where, with Reggie Jackson still being a part of this Pistons team, and Blake Griffin was out the last time they played. I haven't actually. I can look that up real quick, but. Reggie Jackson brings out a level of motivation from this team that that nobody else, you know, in the NBA maybe does. Maybe Pat Beverly. But um, and so tonight's not the game that I'm super. Yeah. So he's out. Uh, Blake Griffin's out tonight. And so um, it's not something that I'm nervous about the Detroit game. The one that looms as far as the game that would be the most um, likely that the Thunder don't show up mentally would be that Minnesota game on Sunday afternoon. What oh, you, yeah, that's a loss, man. And it's at 2.30. Dennis' <laughs> favorite time, 2.30. Two, 2.30. Sunday. 2.30, Minnesota, in Minnesota, with half their team sitting. That's a loss. They got to win tonight. They've got to win tonight, boys. Yeah, so they have four games left. They have tonight against the Pistons. They have Sunday against Minnesota. And then they play Tuesday, Wednesday, I think, back-to-back, Houston, and then at Milwaukee, which Milwaukee just last night, uh, secured home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs. So no matter who they play, even in, in the finals, they'll have home court playoffs. And so, you know, how much they'll be wanting to put on the floor, you just don't know. Did you um, see Giannis? Did you see highlights of what they did? Dude, yeah, he's incredible. <laughs> Giannis blocked uh, Embiid. I think three of his five blocks were on Embiid. And one of, them, one of them almost killed him. Embiid one of landed. them was like he pinned a a dunk against the backboard. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> and Embiid landed right on his tailbone. Yeah, he he got up holding his back, which Embiid's had back problems in the past. I was like, oh, no. Uh, he's being a... No, nah, he's faking that, man. Yeah. Fake those Do you see him in Bledsoe's fight? Uh, yes. <laughs> Is that the one that Stephen A. Smith got involved in? No, I did it. I, there's some, it's something on Twitter that like there's an NBA fight and Stephen A. Smith runs over and gets into the and get, trying to get in the middle of I it. I hope that was last night. It's I did not, not see it. It's not actually Stephen A. Smith. It's a guy who looks like Stephen oh, A. Smith. Oh, really? I thought it was him. Because <laughs> yeah, that, that video is hilarious. Yes, it is. Taylor, it does look like him. Tay, what did you think of the uh, uh, 2020 game? 
Ah, the nips, huh? The nips, huh? I really liked it. Um, Luke, I actually kind of agree with what you were saying. There was, there's an element of that that's a little frustrating because I'm like, wait, you decided you were going to get the first 2020 game since Will Chamberlain before the game started, and then you did it. And I'm like, I, I don't. It makes you think of of the ty- you know the type of people they are, right? They like it's hard to get them motivated to do something, but if they're motivated, they can do whatever they want, whatever is in their head. We all know people like that too. Well, we're all kind of like that, really. Uh, uh, no. If I wanted to get a 2020-20 game, I could not do it. Hey, so and I, like, I know, other but not to that players. extreme, but like everyone's like that a little bit. Like if I'm motivated, I could take care of some stuff around my house that I've been putting off. <laughs> have I, am, I <laughs> good, do, am I good to do it this weekend? No. But, but we all have small – but our lives have a lot smaller stakes than that. You know? Yes, but think about – like do you think – there hasn't been uh, another NBA player since Wilt that's like, I'm going to try to go for 2020 and they just weren't able to do it. Taylor. Like I'm saying, he didn't even try to do it in a couple games. He did it in the first game he decided to do it. Hey, let me ask this question. So I tried to make this correlation or kind of connection in my own head. Like how far back into playing, like what age level would you have to play against where you could get a 2020 game? Me? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. This is a, a hard balance is you ha- still have to get 20 assists. So yeah. if I said like age, you know, five to eight, whatever or whatever, those guys aren't putting baskets in for me. Like if I right. give them the ball, right. they're not making them. So let's see. So but if you like you and a crew of four year buddies. I think play. high school, I think like varsity high school kids would be able to defend and out rebound me. Um, Dude, I think it would for me. I, I think it's middle school. I think even earlier. <laughs> but they can't make shots. No, but you could, you saying. would play with you'd play with your buddies. Okay, you play with oh, a crew of four. Friends. Yeah. Oh well, then yeah. You think middle school? Yeah, uh, yeah. I still think middle school. Twenty rebounds and twenty assists, like, and twenty points, and twenty points. The points thing, uh, I feel like, is easy. The rebounds is probably the easy thing. Assists how is many hard, man. Assists are hard, dude. And I, that's why he got those out of the way first. You notice how knocked out 10 he of them in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, it, have to worry I think about rebounds that. would be hard, too. Well, against a bunch of middle schoolers, like, I'm I'm a head taller than a lot of them. Well, that's true. I mean, you're, you're more than a head taller than yeah. most middle schoolers. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I, I remember being a middle schooler, and I was... I was actually like 5'11 when I was in middle school, so maybe what not. Is like, what is like – you know, I'd like us to randomly – maybe we can answer this later in the podcast. What is the equivalent of a 2020-20 in our own respective uh, <laughs> fields of work? I would say it's like – it for me, it would be like a Fortnite game when I have like <laughs> 20 kills. Just unheard of. See, but I don't even Wait, think that's – out of there's people. nothing taylor what in my field of work has not been done since 1968 hmm. by one by only one there's nothing it's not there's no comparison that Here's we can a, make what if, what if you did like a like 24 hour straight sermon 
Nobody wants that, number one. <laughs> no, but, but people do. At the end of your first hour, people are like, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Who wants 23 yeah, you, more hours? <laughs> you have 30, 30 minutes of like a- actual worth it uh, material. <laughs> Just and start reading the Bible. <laughs> I have some BS. No, I'm thinking like it'd have to be something. For me, it'd be have to be something like food related, like... I'm going to go destroy these, you know, like I'm going to spend 20 straight hours you're at the Chinese sh- buffet. You shut down a buffet. Sir, please. We oh, are, Jay. We must leave. This hasn't been done since 1968, lady. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the MTV True Life about the professional eater? And it's the Japanese guy that's banned. from like, Kobayashi? Kobayashi. It'd be like you go and do that. Yeah. Wait, why did he get banned? Uh he won't do the drug testing that they yeah, PEDs, that they man. want. <laughs> is it PEDs? Wait, do PEDs help you eat? That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it is, but it's something like that. Uh, but he, every restaurant he went to in like where he lived in Japan, the chef would see him walk in, and they would challenge him and bring him just mount, mountains of food. It'd be like that for you. For you, you yeah, right. I couldn't do it though. I really couldn't. No, there's Dang. no way. The amount of food he was eating was ridiculous. Hey, you know what else is ridiculous? What is it? Ridiculously <laughs> good. Anthem. Beer. These guys are the real deal. We've told you about their incredible beer selection of Golden One, Arjuna, IPA, Ouroboros, Ride or Die PA, and some of the incredible one-of-a-kind beer creations you can only find at their tap room located at 908 Southwest Southwest 4th Street here in Oklahoma City. But I want to tell you about some of the stuff they've got going on. The most important, they've got a new beer right now. It's their super fancy apple saison. It's new and incredibly tasty. It's a tart spring treat available everywhere now. Go by their tap room, get some tasty beers, rad new threads, and super fancy glasses available at the tap room starting now happy hour monday through friday from four to seven at the tap room one dollar off all pints that's a deal y'all that is a deal also one dollar pints also you can sign up (laughs) for the oklahoma city hangover brunch this sunday at the farmer's market um it's going to be a crazy awesome event with lots of restaurants and anthem beers getting together to have a huge brunch party if you want tickets go to www.thehangoverbrunchokc.com and check it out they've also got their cheers to charity event which is happening uh this April is Team Hoyt, Oklahoma, is the charity that they're sponsoring. Portions of all taproom sales on the weekends are going towards this nonprofit organization dedicated to enhancing the lives of disabled, disabled Oklahomans. Uh, Team Hoyt, Oklahoma's mission is to promote inclusion of disabled athletes in running and other endurance events. And guys, you can go and get some beers. And support a good cause. Yeah, it's a lot going on at Anthem Brewing Company. Check them out. Supports people. Support down to dunk. It's time for some Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Warner West Two. 
who wants to know if you could have one OKC draft bust had they met their potential on this current team, who would it be? Mitch McGarry, Campaign, PJ3, Aldrich, or Lamb? What do you think? I'm going Perry Jones the third. Dude, I will never. Okay, remember when we had like seven players healthy? Yes. And he went <laughs> off against the Clippers. He, he had like 30 points that one game. And he was really good. And then he got and injured and so, didn't play again. And never played again. And he just is so long and tall and could shoot the ball. Good job, that's the man. guy. That's that's the guy for me. If he worked out, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, he was your perfect kind of 3-and-D wing, you would hope. But Lamb does is another Lamb, one. Does he count as a bust, though? He's just I don't think he was a bust. Yeah, but he but yeah, he's, he's got a career. Played. Like he's got a he had another contract. Like that's the difference. None of these guys are going to get. Well, I guess Aldrich continues yeah, to play too. Legit minutes, but Lamb is getting legit minutes on Charlotte. He's like their. But, I think he's their second leading scorer. Yeah, and he hit that ridiculous shot against the Raptors a few weeks. Yeah. Ago. What about Mitch? Um. Uh, I mean, he would have been a really skilled. I mean, he was a very skilled player. He would have been really good, but uh. I, I don't know. I just never believe in it's real. It really takes a lot for me to believe in a big white guy, especially one, <laughs> especially one that you have seen with braids like uh, <laughs> right. braids. Right. It's, yeah, it's no, hard to there's go no back coming back. Yeah. yeah right. You're like, oh, God, can't do no, that. We should have expect we should have known. We should you absolutely know? have known. But potential. He's got all the potential. He was good, though, man. All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Hey, these are just going to be interspersed. Like, we didn't separate them out. So you're going to get some good basketball content and then some wild stuff. Yes, our next one is a wild one. It comes from Midnight Ross, who says, if you had to pick one, brownies with nuts or cookies with fruit, for an example, oatmeal raisin, not cookies with fruit on the side, which would you pick? It's a great question. So what other cookies have fruit in it, like a... <laughs> There's like a white chocolate know. raspberry one I saw somewhere. Oh yeah, that's true. These, I don't think they're very common. They're gonna, just both of these are bad. These what? are the less brownies with. Nuts. I disagree. Brownies with nuts. I don't like brownies with nuts yeah. and fr- cookies with fruit, like oatmeal raisin. Not my first choice of cookie either. Take them you both. Know, can I say something? Brownies with nuts is good. Great, I would say. Brownies with nuts are good. It just at, brownies sometimes I need a little bit more texture with them. Thank you because they feel a little mushy. You know what I'm saying? You put some nuts in there, nice crunchy texture, adds that umami flavor, <laughs> and I really like it. Without, a I don't doubt. think it's bad. I don't understand the people not liking brownies with nuts. I I truly don't. Without a doubt, it way better with nuts than without them. Yeah, I I think I'd prefer my brownie with. Nuts. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Wait, make your cl- agree to disagree. I don't Who's like them. ever picking oatmeal raisin though. I, Why is that a cookie that's so popular? It's a good. I, it's I'm just it. saying. Like, I love them. Here's the deal: oatmeal raisin is in that category of like you know who probably loves oatmeal raisin cookies. Who? Andrew. Well, yeah, uh, you know what though? It's one of those dad. dad it's the, one of those dad things, man. Because I love them. Dads are still going uh, chocolate chip though. Dude, I think dads, as a dad, 
if you had a choice between – I'm going to give you three cookie options. You're in like a sandwich shop, all right? Here you go. Oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip, or white macadamia nut. White chocolate macadamia nut. Y'all give me that white chocolate mac- macadamia nut know. all day. You know the real For answer? Real? You know what the real answer yeah. is, Taylor? Yeah. All three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's hard, no, man. I like all three of those probably equally. They're huge cookies the size of your face. You can only have one. <laughs> How far down can we make this? Um, probably you're probably right. Chocolate chip cookie. I bet Andrew would say oatmeal raisin though. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Or hey. he'd be like, "How about a Snickerdoodle?" So we're <laughs> so we're throwing out brownies. Are with nuts. Good, man. No, we're not throwing out brownies. They're with gone. Nuts. We threw them out. If you had a choice between brownies and nuts you're and an oatmeal raisin cookie, I throw out brownies and nuts. I don't. I'd eat brownies with nuts. Fine. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter hey, this question. question is specifically for you, Luke. It comes from at Luke the Duke 45550, who says he's coming to visit OU Law this weekend. What is a nicer restaurant in OKC that he recommends trying for dinner? Well, first thing you got to do if you're going to OU Law, getting a little tour, you need to find my picture on a composite. That's the first thing you need to Number do. Number one. And then when you're in Norman, you need to go to Ray's Barbecue. <laughs> it's so good. It, and Probably if, the be- one of the best, if not the best, barbecue in the city. It, I, I the say Metroplex. it's my favorite barbecue in the Vance city. Vance is he also said, really good. He, he said, said nicer. Nicer. We're working. We're, hey, so I will say this. Somebody did ask on the Wednesday pod. Mm-hmm. He's moving here from Arkansas to go to OU Law. Yeah. And he wanted to know some cool places to go, like some some hip joints to go. In Norman? Yeah, start with Norman. Give Ray's. Me like, Raise. No, that's you. <laughs> it's hip. It's hip. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's if I'm ever in Norman or close to Norman, I got to raise. Yeah, it's it so good. But nicer restaurant in the city. If you're looking to like go to dinner or something like that, Red Prime uh, Steakhouse. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Red Prime. Ooh, Broadway Ten. Ooh, Packards. Ooh, you're, you're dropping a little bit of a pretty penny to get there. But guess what? Worth every penny. Yeah, if you're looking nice, you're dressed up. Nicer, you know. Yeah, I mean that's where I would go. Anywhere in Norman, um, there's a place called Legends that is good. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, a nicer version. Uh, like it's a nicer restaurant, and it's good to go to. Um, what is I, nice, I liked it. What is nicer? We need to determine this because I would even say the press is nicer. But then when you name like Broadway Ten, I'm like, well, it's not. Yeah, Broadway Ten. Those are two different. Those, yeah, we're, we're talking like we're talking like what are we steak. talking? Those are like you're going to get a steak. You're talking 30 plus per person. 25 plus. 25 plus. <laughs> okay. I, not, that's where I drew the line. You know, yes, Pack- apparently. Packard's is like a really good. Yeah, it's nice. Middle. Yeah. Because it's nice, but it's not for sure. crazy. It's not steakhouse. Yeah. Prices. And then if you're going to like a little like brunch uh, kitchen, four, two, three or whatever it is. Three, two, three, two four. Two, three, two, four is great and nice and classy. Um, I like going there sometimes you know, it's when funny. I if wake you're, up for breakfast. If you're coming here out of town, Charleston's, Charleston's Red Rock. Red Rock, That's, I would say Red, Red Rock, Rock I would say no to Charleston's. Yeah, but if you've never been, you would probably think it's nice. Well, yeah, but I, 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 that is not my, I would not no, recommend. No, Red Rock, and there is a Red Rock in Norman. Is there? Yep, and it also takes reservations. But Red Rock in Oklahoma City is on the lake. It is, it's awesome. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of good places. Uh, a lot of those places are good. It kind of 
can't go wrong. You know, no. we there's a ton of really good mahogany's down. If you want to go really nice, mahogany's downtown. Yeah, as well. and nicer. Uh, you know, the jo- Jones Assembly is nicer. Yeah, for for dinner. Oh yeah, go to the Jones Assembly. It's a nice place, and you can get a fancy, nice fancy drink. A fancy dinner. You know what? Go to the press, man. I think the press is not. I think the press is the press is nice. The press is not a bad. The press is not a bad date night no. place. It's good. It's really not. Go to brunch and just get full. And as a sponsor, actually, I'd say the press is the best date night place in the city. <laughs> hey guys, let's move on <laughs> to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Thunder Trevor, who wants to know what new lineup would you like to see Billy implement in the playoffs rotation. I, I, I think probably the biggest critique I've had about Billy has been some of the rotations. Like, I, I still don't, and maybe they just know, and that's what you kind of have to assume is they just know stuff that we don't know. But the Nader over Burton stuff is just increasingly more confusing. Because Nader, obviously, like in some of this, maybe just Michele's stats made me realize how bad Nader has been. But now every time he's on the floor, I just pay attention to it. And it's like the t- other team makes a run every time Nader's on the floor. Yes, every single time. And it's it's now too late to incorporate Burton, I think. I think you just have to take Nader out of the rotation for playoffs. And then I think, Ray what Ray? did we text about? Ray Felton? That's, I mean, that's who got minutes against the Lakers. He's the only one that you would really trust to put in there that hasn't been playing a lot. You basically just, want, not you just, want, up, him, right? you just want him to spend, what, 10 minutes guarding some people and shooting threes. Yeah, how long do you need? I don't know. How long does Paul George need? And that's clear. That's obviously why they've been putting Nader in there and giving him minutes is they're trying to get him to a point to where he won't wreck a game in 10 minutes in the playoffs. And I just don't think that it's going to work out. Yeah, And, and will- that's the person that you try to get. Like, that's the Paul George. That's the give Paul George a rest body type. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, and I think... Cause, yeah, because and, and one of the things you realize is with the loss of Alex Sabrinas and, and Dre, which we, we'll talk a little bit about this, is Royce came out saying basically Dre's nowhere close to playing. And so it pretty much eliminated all of my absolute fool's hope that's that a, he was going to play. That's a false flag. He's ready to go. Maybe. Maybe he's they're just like, no, he's not playoffs. even close. That'd be cool. Wink. That would be real cool. Uh, Abrinas was at the, at the Laker game. I know. I don't know. Just don't hanging. Know yeah, just hanging out. Hanging out. Hopefully he's healthier, and that's what's kind of what's going on. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Hey, guys. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. So, so hold on. Sorry, I didn't. we didn't really answer that question. Okay. I think I think you'll see a simplified um, rotation. I think you'll see way less guys. I wonder what they're going to do with Markeith. Markeith has been not great. I'd rather see Noel on the floor than Markeith. If you're oh, dude, go to we were so excited. We were so excited about Markeith. And I was so happy that I was like, yeah, the Rockets don't get Markeith, suckers. Now we get to pick up that that bonus player that usually helps every other team out. And, of course, nothing. And I, so I wonder, wah, like, wah. I think everything's matchup-based, right? If you play – if you're playing the Nuggets and they're going with four wings and Jokic or, you know, Paul Millsap, like, you could – that's when you're going to have Markeith on the floor potentially versus going – going smaller but i think you'll see everybody in the starting lineup their minutes will increase so we'll, i mean schroeder's will fill some of those gaps with uh ferguson i think noel will still get minutes um nader's minutes will almost be eliminated i think you could actually see felton step up to play more minutes in the playoffs which just tells you that okay well the thing you have to address next year is uh wing depth but yeah i think that that's what you could see 
Um, you, you won't see any minutes from Hami. You're not going to see any minutes from Burton. I think you'll see limited minutes from Nader. I think you'll see probably limited minutes from Markeith as well, but I don't know. Do you think that they're going to try – and now I haven't even looked at this, but you know everyone's talking about offseason, and we have all these young wings right now, and we have a lot of young wings right now, and the problem at the start of the season was we were playing all of them, and they were all playing well, and so we were like, oh, hell yeah. We, we don't need anybody. <laughs> yeah, we get we have everyone now. And now this offseason, I'm like, mm, we need a couple, maybe one or two vet wings to come off the bench that we can trust. Yeah, there was a moment but, earlier in the season when I said this is the deepest Thunder team that's ever been. Well, I, I would say earlier in the season that was true, though. And then it just, the wheels fell off. It's a long season. Because you basically removed three, for the first 25 games, three rotation players in, in Alex Burton and Hami. All three of them you know, are I don't, legit minutes. I don't understand the decision to basically say, hey, let's just choose one of these guys to give minutes to and the other ones will keep developing them this year when they were all playing pretty well. Yeah, like Hami started to fall Nader, off a little bit. Yeah. He started getting lost. And, and, and he's the one I can understand the most, right? Yeah. Like when he was on the court, when good things were happening, it was because he was just going bonkers he was just like running around and jumping and swiping at everything and that's when good things were happening it wasn't really within like a flow of anything but don't you feel like don't you feel like there are some of these games where it's like the Mavs game where they don't have energy like that's the stuff I wish Billy would just be and that's what pop does which I know comparing pop to anybody is unfair but like dude if the starters aren't giving you energy throw Burton and Hami out there and just let them fly yeah, exactly. Just fly all yeah. over the place. Bring energy. Like, change the dynamic and the momentum of the game. Like, that's the kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, you have nothing to lose against the Mavs. Like, freaking throw everybody out there. Go nuts. And it takes, I mean, what does it take to switch momentum or get, like, get other people excited? It takes one huge block or a steal and a dunk, and then the starters are off the bench cheering. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the stadium's it, back it really there. The arena's take, back in it. Like, the whole thing yeah. changes. It doesn't take much. It takes energy, though. Yeah. And that's why that those are the kind of frustrations where it's like, dude, just be creative. Like, try different things, which yeah. it's hard. Like, I don't know jack about coaching, but, man, it's one of those things where you saw Hami. There were multiple games early in the season where Hami completely changed the, the momentum of a game. I would say Burton had those, too. Sure. Yeah, that Portland game here at home. I mean, dude, Burton they're, almost won that game. Was that the game that he had like three three pointers? Yep. I mean, he had finished games at the rim a couple year. times. Yeah, he had games this year that I remember him playing it. I don't think there are a lot of plays with Nader that I remember besides like the same play where he, you know, fakes a three point shot and then drives straight into the uh, the opposing team's <laughs> right. players for some reason, and he does that every time, man. And it's uh, I I don't understand that whole decision. How they just decided, you know, oh, it's also a break. Okay, pick one. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And, and that's, like I said, I, that's where one of those, absolutely one of those things I can get frustrated with Donovan about. So, All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Thunder underscore bus underscore pod, who wants to know what is the most adventurous slash bizarre thing you have ever put in a smoothie? Hey, this is for you, man. Uh, meth? Do you like some smoothies, man? 
<laughs> uh, no, not really. Do you really not? <laughs> I'm not a Let me think of the most. Either. I think the most adventurous smoothie I ever had was like uh, a PB and J smoothie. Yeah. All oh. I want in a smoothie really is like. This is why I don't do smoothies. It's like this is more calories. I could have gone across the street to Carl's Jr. And got a double Western right. bacon burger, and the calories would have been the same. True, and enjoyed it much more. Yeah, but one of them obviously is a little healthier, but yeah, it's still one's like, going to taste take you on a taste adventure, <laughs> and one is just going to be a smoothie. That's okay. That's fine. The Orange Dream Machine from Jamba Juice. It's fine. <laughs> All right, smoothies are so boring tasting. <laughs> like, what does this taste I, like? I, it doesn't really taste like anything. It's kind of a hint it, of orange. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> a sp- Speck of ham. All right. All right. It's very cold. <laughs> Our next Twitter question. It tastes like cold. Our next Twitter question like comes from at Dakari Sanchez, who wants to know our top five horror movie endings. I don't know if I can name five. So let's do this. Let's so, each do one. Or, like. and, yeah, like what are your kind of top five horror movies? Top five horror movies? Or maybe just a few of them that you liked. I love Scream. I was, actually it was just crazy. I was talking about this yesterday. Uh huh. Scream was the the last movie I remember seeing that genuinely freaked me out. I love Scream. I like went home Scream. and was like a little nervous about being at my house by myself. The first the first Scream is really good. When I was thirty three, and the second one is okay. And then by the time you get to Scream four, it just became a comedy. Wait. Well, wait, wait, Scream 4 was the newer one, yeah. correct? Yes. Okay, I liked Scream 4, actually. I don't know if I, I ever saw it. Good. I don't I think I saw watch. it. But the first, Scream 3 was terrible. The first, the Scream 3 is not very it good. It became a comedy. Scream yeah. 3 was basically a comedy. Scream yeah. 1 is fun, is great. Fantastic. I love it. I lo- it's I do. good. It's a legit horror movie. Yeah. Um, I also like uh, the horror movie The Thing. Okay. I like the thing a lot. There was one I just watched that I liked a lot. I like It Follows. Mm, what about a, don't know. What about It? I I like It. I saw the new It. I liked it. Ooh, 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 ooh. I just saw Us. I haven't seen that one. It's good. I liked it a lot. I'll go see that. It's scary. It, it It was probably my favorite horror movie of all time. Now the original one no, or no, the no, most? No, 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 not the original one. The problem about the original It, one, the It clown is awesome in it. But the problem You're is... You're talking about Tim Curry? Like yes. the original one? Yeah, yes. Okay. But the problem is it's made for TV. Yes. And so... It's too long. It's PG. But, but like, everything happens in like 30-minute increments. Like it, like there's a <laughs> scary minute. Like it gets as the scariest in the 30 minutes. Commercial. And the next, and it's commercial, <laughs> and it's not scary at all. And so it wasn't even commercial. It was like weekly. And so like... Oh, that's right. And so one... It was it's, a miniseries, right? Like yeah. A, it's, on two v- it's on two VHSs. <laughs> true. One. True. And so it, it it the pacing as a movie is yeah. weird. Well, and the hard part when you do TV movies is like, well, now it's different, obviously, but if that's probably early '90s, mid '90s, maybe the quality just can't even. It's not even comparable to to yeah. the way that they did this most recent one. I thought this most recent one was incredible. Yeah. So and part two's coming. That's true. I'm very excited. About yeah, I know. That. Wow. Bill Bill so Hader's in it. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Sixth Sense? Quite, what an ending, huh? I did like Sixth Sense when it came out. I did like it too. I haven't seen it in a long time. Very, I haven't seen it since I probably saw it in the theater. Yeah, I, I told you it. guys that's that's the one movie that has like really messed messed my whole life up. 
Really? My yeah, my whole life turned. My whole life changed when I watched that when I was like nine years old. Oh, were you too? You were too little to see it. I was too little, and I was staying at a friend's house, and he was in. A, he had a big house, and his parents left for the evening, so it was just me and him, and it was this big dark house, and uh, yeah, it, I was not ready for that. I was eating Chinese food, and you know the part where the he goes to his safety tent, but there's a ghost in there, oh, and it's yeah. a girl. It's the girl, and yes. she just starts throwing up. I yes. will. I like. I remember the taste of the sweet and sour chicken that was in my mouth when I watched that scene, <laughs> and I was like, like in my head, <laughs> that's when everything changed because I was like, oh, even safe places in this world are not safe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That was nine-year-old Taylor. All right, guys, yeah. let's, let's move on to our next Twitter question because I'm getting too scared. It comes from at CS underscore Yerkes who wants to know which one of the seven dwarves would each member of Down to Dunk be? All right, so here they are. You have Doc, Grumpy, Happy, Sleepy, Dopey, Bashful, and Sneezy. I'm going to give Taylor Sleepy. That's probably true. Sleepy boy. You sleepy peepee. I'm probably grumpy, and I'm gonna be my. I'm gonna be Doc. You know, I'm uh, I'm the I'm the the leader, the natural leader. I'm uh, a doctor of medicine. I'm. Uh, <laughs> you are an MD. I'm an MD. I've got it all. <laughs> what are you gonna give Andrew? Andrew's dopey. <laughs> Andrew's freaking dopey. Dopey, bro. Dopey. Wait, is- what was Jay? I'm grumpy. He's grumpy. Oh, yeah. What grumpy. about angry? That's not... A, there's not an angry... There's not an angry What about, you're just what about ad- yelp? <laughs> you're just making up adjectives. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what about... What about Biggin, the elf? Or the dwarf? Biggin. What about... Uh, what about Screamy? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's go to the next Twitter question. It is from at the PT Prophet, who wants to know, do we think that the Andre News is any different if the Thunder were cemented in the two or three seed and poised to make a Western Conference Finals run? The way Royce's tweet sounds makes it almost seems like, quote, it's not worth it to bring him back early for this, I turn it, whatever, for this version of the team. Is he wrong? I, don't, I think that that's way too conspiracy theorist, right? An iteration. What you love, what you love. Iteration was the word I was trying to say. Um, I think <laughs> Dre, like this injury, just the recovery is way more substantial than they thought it was going to be. And then having setbacks the way he did. like The thing that messed me up about it is Taylor got us on an, he April Fool's does so hard. Epic April Fools. Taylor, tell us what you did, and this this is what has colored my my interpretation of the news because <laughs> you told it, and I believed it, and you got us so good. Tell us what you did. I said that uh, <laughs> Jay Jay texted that tweet from Royce, and I said, "Oh, I knew this last week. Did I not tell you guys? I went and got a drink with Andre Robertson's brother last week." And he said, he said it's way worse than we thought, but he couldn't tell me what it Which was. Which is not far-fetched because Dre's brother, I think he goes to UCO, like, I don't know. is around. I, knows, wow. I see him all the time. He knows Taylor. 
I didn't even know he had a brother until we went and got a drink together and he told me all his family. So he said drop. that and then he dropped April Fool's y'all. And it was, it was not and it was not on April first. On April fourth, let me tell you guys. Oh, I have such a good miffed and peeve later, but let me let me give all you listeners out here a little advice. Wait a couple days until after April Fools to perform your April Fools pranks. None of your friends will be expecting it. And now you can really get them. <laughs> so awful. That's because it's not April Fools, man. That's just being a jerk. But as long as you decide on April Fools, I think you can save it. It's like if I have money today, I don't have to spend it today. Yeah, I can same spend thing. it. Same thing. Days. Yeah, you're yeah. right. My bad. It's true. Put but it in your prank savings account. You definitely did and got us bad i was not expecting an april fools on april 4th <laughs> that's the best way to do it but you know what i'll be expecting an april fools even less july yeah that's taylor's got like seven of them saved up for us hey you could man that's the evolution of this thing but i don't know if they knew they were gonna like and plus you never know like if you're poised to make get to the western conference final uh i don't i will never feel confident like yeah, that, you don't that's know. That's going to Playoffs, happen. Man. And there's no way that they're going to be like, like, okay, we're going to say this so we can get them. Yeah. There's no way. Anything is possible, so you have no idea. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Kyle underscore E underscore Clark, who wants to know if we can talk about how cool the new arena proposals look for Thunder Alley. So if you're not familiar with what they're talking about, so there's a huge expansion going on um, next door to the Chesapeake Arena. There's a huge park. There's all the different things. Well, the Thunder came through and proposed to the city. Now, I think, I'm assuming that this is private. Like, this isn't, they're not asking for city funding for this, but they're building, like, this enormous kind of Thunder Alley area on the south side of the arena. And it's going to, we went to St. Louis a few months ago, and they have this thing for the St. Louis Cardinal Stadium, and it's called, like, cardinal fever or something like that and it's this huge area and it looks like a blast and they need to i mean i don't know like it's just another additional thing to bring a little more energy to that area and i am a fan of it i don't know because wasn't it like two years ago where like they would do stuff like thunder alley but like big watch parties outside and then like four blocks away there was a shooting and so they're like hey we're shutting down thunder alley like i don't think that are they going to use it like are they going to do it's that in, stuff? so yeah because it's like an indoor it's like an indoor kind of fun area oh really yeah, yeah. Oh. wait so it's it's, fenced? it's like gated in i don't think no it's like a building what i don't like hear like can see. you i'm, I'm, I'm coming around i'm trying to, I'm trying to show you around. this it, yeah so it's like it's like this big indoor oh. kind of area oh oh that's cool wait is it attached to the arena yeah attached to the arena I think that's still outside. No, uh, no, because go to that one. That's outside. No, a lot of it, it's kind of in between, maybe. Uh, hey, listeners, can you see this? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll tweet a picture about it because we're talking about it. Um, I, however, anything they do to make it cooler, I'm all for. I, I like it. I agree with that, man. There's a there's so much development. I saw. Um, I can't remember what account it is. It's like uh, OKC Talk or something, and they always tell you what's about to be uh-huh. built. Yeah. And I saw a big map of all that whole area around there, Scissor Tail Park. Yeah. There's so many things. It's that gonna are going to be really up. cool. So they've got it's going to have covered exterior dining area, three food truck docking stations. So they'll have different food trucks there. They're going to have a pedestrian oh, bridge between the arena and the restaurants. Um, 
Anyway, it'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah. They're all, aren't they about to close down that... Uh, they're about to close down some bridge that's going to make my life a lot worse. Oh, yeah, 44 and I-35. Is God, to... That's going to be oh, man. horrible. And uh, I'll, I'll never see half the city again. So let's move on to our next... I'm not ever going south. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. And it comes from... Let me see. It comes from at Schmidt, who wants to know, do you think Ray can dunk... Yeah. Do you really? I bet he could. So I bet. I bet, I bet he can too. This Once. question came. So is against the Lakers. He got a breakaway, or maybe it's the Mavs. But in one of the last two games, he got a breakaway, and the whole arena just like, oh, and then he just like <laughs> barely laid it in. I don't think he can. <laughs> well, I'm gonna look up uh, on YouTube here. Ray Felton dunk. Uh, what if he's never? Du- I'm sure he's dunked. I think I bet like one would assume if he was in the practice gym. He could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't think he in game dunks. Cause have you seen what Steph, like what Steph does pregame? He does like 360 dunks and all this crazy stuff. And he never dunks in game, even a normal dunk. He's too busy shooting like 50% from the three point line on like 25 attempts per game. True. True. Okay. Third, third video on the search Ray Felton dunk. Ray Felton is useless. <laughs> That's mean. Uh, but anyway, That's yeah, mean. they're all, he can dunk, but they're all uh, old. Hey guys, our next Twitter question comes from at Nikki K SN one who friend of the pod, Nikki K. She asked if I ever checked Venmo at the end of the podcast last week when Taylor was uh, hyping his uh, pottery and Andrew talked about something. I gave my Venmo. At Sue Cleavens, and she Venmoed me six dollars and ninety cents. Wow! I gotta give a shout out I to that. That was great. I didn't hype my uh, pottery, but I will today. You will. Craig Proper, Craig Proper, look me up on Instagram. Check out the weird part of my life that's serious, because uh-huh. all you guys only know is the silly Willy Billy side. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Our next Twitter question comes from at D Puzzle One Three. Who wants to know? Can we do some sort of ritual to keep the Thunder from getting the eighth seed? Yeah, soul sacrifice. So here's what we perfect for pod six, six, six. Here's what we have to do: is just I'm going to project that the Thunder are going to lose all four of these next games. (gasps) Jay, why would you do that? Get the eighth seed. Are you jinxing us? Mm -hmm. Ah, there you go. But when you define the jinx, it's no longer jinxed. Okay. Oh great! But because I jinxed it, I mean, I just jinxed the jinx. No, you just but I just jinxed. jinxed another jinx. You did. Uh, so we're good. Um, Taylor, you got any rituals <laughs> that you can do? How about this? You only eat smoothies, Dur- smoothies and Doritos until the playoffs <laughs> start. Oh bless you! you guys hear that sneeze? We did. That Thanks. Good. I tried to hit the mute button before, but the sneeze <laughs> sneeze was coming quick. <laughs> so Taylor, any ritual you'll do for us? Yeah, I'll eat only ground beef. I'll eat only ground beef <laughs> until then and just be torrentially sick for two weeks just for the thunder. All right. Just poop in my pants. It's only one week, though, if it makes you feel any better. Yeah. Only you like four days, four or five days. Two weeks. I'll be sick for two weeks. I have diarrhea for 14 days straight. Hey, that'll be great. <laughs> hey, guys, our final Twitter question comes from at Trey Witzel, who wants to know. If you could 
exercise one demon from this Thunder team, what would it be? Mm. What's the biggest issue playing this team? A, a demon. A demon. I have exercised the demon. The biggest issue, I don't, okay, I have a question. Yeah. Is this a chemistry issue? Did something happen? Did something happen during All-Star break? It'd be Markeith. Like, that's the one, that's the only thing that changed. But it doesn't seem like they even care about Markeith. I don't even see other Thunder players looking at Markeith in the eyes. Well, that might be because they don't like him. But he doesn't even play enough to affect the rest of the team. Like, something... I think that we have to consider someone sleeping with someone else's person. Why does it always? Why do you think that's it? And why do people? Why do people think that's it? Because that is usually it. <laughs> it happens so much. PG already got in trouble for sending a DP to one of his teammates' girlfriends in the past. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Uh, I don't think that's it. I don't think that. But I'll let you exercise that imaginary demon. That demon can be exercised. If that is a demon, you have exercised. Leave this team now, demon, by the power of Jesus, basketball Christ. Get get out of here, evil dick pics. Get out of here. Wow, you said the words. Yeah, you did. Sorry, Andrew will never know. (laughs) Well, he might. Uh,. And uh, Jay, what demon are you exercising? <laughs> I'm ready you to move exercise on. a demon. Uh, I just wish this team would, you know, like just just act like you care as much as we do. Oh, you know what you're about to exercise? Apathy. There you go. Get out of here. Hey, guys. I have one more question for you. It looks like Taylor has gone away. He's back. But before I talk to you about it, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. What do you want to say? I want to say that for $10, you can sign up for them for their Shirt of the Month Club, an Oklahoma-themed shirt every month for just $10. They also have them in Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, and Texas. So check them out, Oklahoma Shirt Company. Each one of those has their specific URL. So you can go to like Texas Shirt of the Month and Arkansas Shirt of the Month and Missouri Shirt of the Month. That's true. And say you got a special event or team or, or school event or something and you want a unique shirt created just for you. They can do that. They've they've helped us before with They're our awesome. Paul George chicken fried rice shirt, our down to dunk shirts. You can come with no design and just an idea. An they'll idea, cook something up an for idea you. Idea in your brain, yep. and they'll pull it out of your brain, and they'll put it on a shirt. And they are great. They're very fun to work with, and um, their prices are, uh, are, are, are yep. not that bad. If you work a nonprofit or you're a church and you're looking for something, they have specific pricing for nonprofits and churches, and you really can't beat them. Uh, and they can get you, really, they can ship anywhere. So if you work oh yeah, in Tennessee, they can ship there. They'll ship there. They can do it. They'll hook you up. OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Check them out. Tell them Down to Dunk sent you. Support the people that support us. All right. Hey, guys, I got one final question, and it is this. Are you miffed, and are you peeved? Peeved. I got one, guys. I got 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 on April Fool's so hard. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. I get a text from my best friend. He was the best man in my own damn wedding. And he texted me and he said, 
Hey, uh, I think your wife just accidentally posted a nude on her Insta story. And I was like, what? And I asked Kate and I was like, hey, did you accidentally post a nude on your Insta story? And she was like, it wasn't a nude. It was like something else. And I was like, what? I was like, show me the picture. She was like, no, it's just like it wasn't a nude, though. And so I texted Michael and I was like, she said it wasn't a nude. And he was like, uh, that's all he said. And then dot, dot, dot. And was like, <laughs> was like, well, then she was wearing nude colored uh, underwear or whatever. And then he was like, dude, talk to her again. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I go back to Kate and I say, be honest with me. And I, she's a terrible liar and I can tell she's lying. So she's like, no, it's not. It wasn't a nude. It wasn't a nude. And I'm starting to think like, oh, my God, how many people just saw my wife naked? Which like, I mean, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm more I'm more I'm frustrated that she's obviously lying to me and keeping this from me instead of us getting through this together. And, uh, <laughs> and so eventually she breaks and she's like, OK, it's an April Fool's and shows me the text from Michael and her. But I'm talking this was a. I really shortened this up. This was a full 30 minutes of my life <laughs> that I was really thought that one, she accidentally posted a nude Two, Why are you keeping those on your phone? And then three, why are you lying to me? You got caught. Man, you That's got all. got. So then I posted news on purpose to get back at them. Boom. Gotcha. I of I myself, not of her. That would be assault or what? Abusive. Okay. Hey, um, I didn't have, this was April Fool's was Monday. I didn't get April Fooled and I did not April Fool. However, I, I miffed and peeved because on Sunday I was coming back from a wedding in Scottsdale, Arizona, and my flight was at three or so I thought it was actually at noon so i roll into the airport (laughs) so i roll into the airport at around one o'clock i'm two hours early actually an hour late roll up to the desk and i'm like hey i'm here for my my flight um they're like uh it left an hour ago i'm like what (laughs) and uh they're like yeah uh we can try you'll be on standby for the 645 flight and so I got to spend the majority of my day in the airport. And uh, did you think for like a second to leave? Like, I'm going to go somewhere. No, because I because I didn't know where to go. And I was just I was already there and I was in the airport like state of mind. I was like, I'm at the airport all day. So I went in there, ate um, a ton of food that was very expensive. Um, <laughs> got went, walked around until I found a Starbucks. And so I went to like three terminals away to find Starbucks, got it, got back to my terminal and found out it was the opposite way. One down was a Starbucks. <laughs> so it was just full of mistakes and uh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. And so um, spent all day in an airport and it was terrible. So my miffed and peeved is uh, I just threw out so much coffee at my house. Because Taylor's not here. <gasps> wow. Taylor, Taylor's one of my... And then Andrew's not here, which... Well, he didn't offer me any. Andrew's... Yeah, I know. Okay. I could have... You know that I've been brewing coffee at my house for like three years. What? This Best podcast. coffee of my week, what? man. Best coffee and, uh, of my damn week. And Andrew's not here. Andrew's wife and son are sick. And uh, so, you know, thinking about them and keeping them in our heart and missing them this morning. Thoughts and prayers. Vote for me. 
Hey, we got a lot going on. The Thunder are wrapping up. I will want to say this before we cut, as we are potentially, it sounds like we are going to have a playoff preview podcast at Anthem Brewing Company on Thursday, April 11th. And so go ahead and make plans, and we'll get you more details on that on the Monday pod. But it should be 11, April 11th, Thursday. We'll start at 7 o'clock, Anthem Brewing Company. We're going to preview the playoffs, have some special guests. You'll get some uh, down-to-dunk love. So be there next Thursday, April 11th, 7 p.m. Thank That's you. in six days. I know, it's nuts. Playoffs are here, man. That's, That's crazy. six days, man. It's crazy. Playoffs will you start next week. You guys better weekend. come out to Anthem, you sons of... Beep. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Bye. See you.